Oh, you really have a good ass show? I was born ready, just like you. <laughs> Alright, here we are. We are back. It's another episode, another edition. Until now, I always got by on my own. I never really cared until I met that guy over there. He's of course referring to myself, Alex. Um, I, again, have have no rhymes or reasons or anything cool to say about that guy over there. Jake, welcome Yeah. Back. Heyo! It's, it's another episode, and we're, we're a little excited today because it's... We're, we're doing some, some T2 business. We're going pre-stream that's coming out before the show comes out that we're going to talk about a little bit because we're excited to play this game. But uh, yes. before we get into that, that nonsense and that, that goodness, Alex, hit him with the business. So the business is, uh, of course, our social media that I hit you with every episode except for the episodes where I haven't been here. Um, and uh, it's, I mean, Red Arrow Productions, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Patreon, uh, what? what? <laughs> um, I mean, we're, I mean, we're, we're, we're all over the everywheres. I'm sure that we have like a Pinterest board somewhere that I'm unaware of I think because I had Pinterest once I, I like found a cool picture of a guy wearing a watch standing in front of an Aston Martin. I thought that was cool. And then I never used Pinterest again. And you were like, Oh, I realized that was just a James Bond movie poster. Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, Seen it. We, I mean, I know Twitter is Red Arrow P. Uh, we got we got Red Arrow Deep South, our agent uh, uh, of chaos, not uh, the posting the. Not the Asian of chaos. Not that. It's different. Slightly. Do a not look bit. it up or do. Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, starting today with the stream, we're we're gonna be on Mixer. Yeah, check it out. Mixer.com slash Mike's Vertical is where we'll be streaming. Um, I mean, that's not going to help. Slash Amaxopolis. I mean, if you're hosting, but I mean, you know. Just saying. I just don't know why it always has to be Mike's vertical. Why can't we? Why can't it be Alex's vertical? (laughs) Exactly. No. Um, Yeah, we'll be on Mixer. Uh, I I mean, I get, isn't that like, I think that's Microsoft exclusive stuff. It's on the internet. Well, I mean, it's on the internet, but what I'm saying is like, (laughs) it's if you're streaming Windows 10 or, or Xbox yeah, um, if you're on the Xbox, if you have, I mean, if you have access to the internet, go to mixer.com slash Mike's Vertical and watch us play video games. Yeah, well, one game specifically. Right now, um, and that, that video game is what? It's Borderlands 2. <sighs> For the Xbox One, technically, so it, the, this, the cel-shaded graphics are going to look a little bit better than they used to. A little bit more crisp. To. I'll be like, yeah. like, half of a second sooner, I'll be like, oh, that's a bomb. Oh, Nice. Yeah. Um, this refresh rate's amazing. Amazing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think that um, I, I feel like, oh, wait, I, do, I forgot the most important part. We're still not on Spotify just yet, but soon. Hashtag get your shit together, Spotify. <laughs> don't make us resubmit, because, I mean, we will. We have, I've, I mean, I've resubmitted, like, three times. I'm, I'm sure, like, by the time... By the time our podcast actually gets on Spotify, it's going to be on there like four times. It's going to be four different versions of my show with Alex and Jake. The same, the same thing. You search my show, Alex and Jake. Four things will show up. Same amount of episodes. Same start times. And t- everything's exactly the same. There's just four of them now. So congratulations, Spotify. You goofed again. Now I can't <laughs> tell who's listening. 
You're like, okay, we got 14 streams on on the first one, but 23 on the second one, none on the third, and one on the fourth. But I, I Chase told me he listened twice, so maybe it's, he's one of the second and the fourth. I don't know. I like, don't know. who's? I don't know. The, it, we had one share. We had one share. We had one share. <laughs> <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Anyway, but yeah, uh, Borderlands 2, it's it's one of those games I, I've never had the opportunity. I take that back. I had a brief opportunity. No, that's this is also not true. I take that back, taking it back. So back to the original. <laughs> back to square one. Back to square one. Uh, I've never played Borderlands 2 with anybody else. So this is going to be a new experience for me. I, I, I've I played Borderlands 2 uh, uh, several times with um, several different individuals. Uh, it's an amazing good time. I'm super excited. I remember this makes me think back to, uh, when, when Borderlands one first came out on the 360, I basically had no interest in it at all. I just didn't, it was just another first person shooter. Like I knew the game, the, all of the guns and the armor and stuff, you know, shoot and loot all of that. But I just didn't, didn't care. And, um, the, you know, friend of the show, brother of mine, Chase, uh, shout out Chase, the, 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 our, our sole Patreon contributor. Shout has, out Boo Bear. Um, he, he was like, Hey, it's my birthday. I think it came out like a week before his birthday. Uh, and so he said for his birthday, he wanted Borderlands. He was really excited about it. And I said, cool. And, um, I went to, uh, I think it was Fred Meyer. It may have been Best Buy, but I think it was Fred Meyer. And I just made, in that moment with him standing next to me, kind of, it was one of those, it wasn't really a present. He didn't unwrap anything, but he was excited. He knew what he was getting. Right. And it's still I just a gift. And I was like, I want two copies of Borderlands and two wireless, wireless network adapters for the Xbox 360. And I threw it down. And we come back and we just started playing Borderlands, the first one, like like an insane amount. I had, uh, on my main guy, I played Roland. Uh, so did because, I. Why wouldn't you? And Yeah, I mean, you have a you get to throw out a turret and the turret kills everybody. And you just hang out behind a rock, regaining health the whole time. Exactly. I played Roland and uh, the last time I looked into it, uh, I think I had... Eight days of of gameplay time on Roland. That's crazy. Eight times and, twenty-four. And then um I also had started each of the other classes. So I want to say that I had played um the Berserker the next most, and that was like four days. Uh I played uh Mordecai for the sniper. like yeah, for like two days, and then I played the siren, the girl, uh, for like a day. Like I had, I mean, lots of days just just crammed into Borderlands. Um, that's to say, that's like two weeks. That's more yeah. than two weeks of your life that you've spent playing Borderlands One. Yes, uh, and then that that doesn't include all the times that I've like like gone back and just never checked my gameplay. You know what I mean? Like I right. It's definitely more than that now, but it was, I loved it. I loved every moment of it. Borderlands 2, super hyped on. I love the the pre-sequel. And I mean, 
if the E3 Canadian Walmart leak is anything to uh, be excited about, Borderlands 3 is getting announced in like two weeks. And, and that's going to be amazing. It's going to come out Christmas and, you know, goodbye social life. Bingo. Borderlands like, 3 might be the only thing that could pull me away from Red Dead Redemption 2. And, and we'll get to that here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not done with Borderlands. Um, I, I remember my first exposure to the game was was you playing it when, when you lived with Adam. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking in and you were like in the shop buying a gun. And I remember it caught my attention. And the only reason the game caught my attention in that moment was because you're buying a Jacob's gun. Yes. And I was like, that's my name. Yeah. And like, what is this? What is this game with my name in it? <laughs> like, the only reason I was interested is because I, I thought I might somehow be involved. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? wait, is my, did I give my likeness rights to this game? Turns out I'm Moxie. Turns out I'm Moxie. <laughs> and that's the name of the episode. Turns out I'm Moxie. I like that. That is, oh, Borderlands, the first Borderlands, special place in my heart, probably forever. There's a solid, there, there's a solid chance that at some point I end up with the vault symbol tattooed. Wow, on the body. that's that's high praise. Like it's a real thing. I, I don't know if I've if I've liked a game as much as I liked the first Borderlands in the moment, like in the moment that I was playing it, it was the game. I don't know if I was ever as hype on another game at all. Like it is so, so, and I've been incredibly hyped up on a lot of games. Like That's, that's true. Darksiders is, is one that comes to mind. I was super hype on Darksiders. Uh, I mean, recently breath of the wild that that was that fell into the no more social life uh category for well, a long time and the switch made uh-huh. it so easy just to play that game everywhere just everywhere everywhere i went like i was one of those switch nerds that it was like i took it to work and i played it on my lunch break and i i you know was at one point i made my roommate uh, uh theo shout out theo he was he was going down to Eugene at the same time I was, and our girlfriends at the time shared an apartment. And so because we were carpooling, I was like, hey man, you're like take your truck. I'll give you like gas money and help out and stuff, but I'm gonna sit in the passenger seat and play my switch. And that's when I realized that standard cell phone car chargers can charge your switch yep. while you play it. And uh, I I just played Zelda for like two and a half hours, driving from Hillsboro to like the U District in Eugene. It was awesome. That that's so fun, and, and that's like what they had envisioned the Switch becoming is just everybody walking around with essentially a tiny 720p television in their pockets. Yes, it is awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome in every way. I loved it. Now, I, I had heard, I, I've been told that Baseball Stars 2 is, is now on the Switch. And that, you know, I, it's $8. I wouldn't go so far as to buy a Switch to play Baseball Stars 2. But I might buy a Switch so I can play Baseball Stars 2. <laughs> I mean, so getting a Switch to play Baseball Stars 2, um, I mean, by default, you're also gaining the ability to play many other great games as well. So you don't you don't necessarily have to admit to anyone that you bought it 
four baseball stars too. I mean, when but you why have... wouldn't I? Like, if that was the reason I bought it, like, what's wrong with saying <laughs> that, like, yeah, Baseball Stars 2 is one of the best games I've ever, like, I'm the best person in the world at this game, and I want to prove it. And I want to, anywhere I go, like this. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah, like, I'll throw down, like, if anybody, if anybody out there, this is an open challenge, if anybody wants to play me at Baseball Stars 2, I will play you, and I will defeat I will defeat. So that, that that's an open that's a that's a podcast challenge right there. There you go. I like that. I hope somebody challenges you and I hope you defeat. I I am lifetime and one at that game. Lifetime and one. <laughs> I've never heard that. Uh, and I think I'm going to use it forever. I, I think I just made it up. That is awesome. Lifetime and one. And the one, and the one, the one loss I suffered at Baseball Stars Two, I suffered due to uh, um, an abolition of gentlemen's rules. Mm-hmm. The 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 gentleman the agreed upon rule has and should always be one power up per quarter. Okay. So, but you can power up basically infinitely and make everybody on your team just a killer. I was up by one run going into the bottom of the ninth with a weakened pitcher and the dude powered up for every batter and beat me two to one. Huh. Were you like, jerk? I I looked at him like, you win, this win doesn't count. (laughs) Now, it's funny. You say lifetime and one, and I said, I've never heard that before, and I'm going to use it forever now. Um, I have heard you say, you win, and that win doesn't count. (laughs) 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 I've definitely heard Jake bust that one out before. Yes, you win. No, it does not count. (laughs) That and the, you win, but you didn't beat me. I don't. I don't remember ever saying that. Oh, it happens all the time. It's 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 come up playing uh, twenty one and stuff where you 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 know or, or 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 different situations. Like I don't know if it happened with you. I know it happened with Adam with twenty one where um, I was up by a small amount. You know, it's a pretty close game, uh, sixteen to fourteen. Nothing crazy, and then the ball popped. Right. By by default, I won. The game's over. We can't play anymore, and I had more points. I win, but I did not beat him because the game was not played till completion. Right, it had like, to end. You didn't know. You didn't know. I was going to come back. You know what I mean? It's like in baseball. If you get rained out in the seventh, like you won, but you didn't beat them because if the game goes two more innings like it's supposed to, maybe they come back. Maybe they, maybe they but do. But you win, or maybe but you didn't beat them. Maybe there's a bat that flies in and Manu Ginobili has to swat the shit out of the air. <laughs> that. Is still maybe the most impressive thing Manu Ginobili's done with his entire existence. Reminds me of the time I punched a fly. You punched a fly? I I have punched a fly. Like just straight. Yeah. So I have a witness. Okay. Julio Julio saw me do this. Uh, so we're walking back in. I'm working for for Dex at the time. We're, it, this is over by Valley River Center. And we're walking back into the office building back over there. And there's a fly just doing like that, that awkward, uh, you know, 
weird patterns that they just kind of fly, not really in a circle because they're taking straight lines. Right. And so I, I look at it, I'm like, man, I hate this fly. I'm going to punch it. He's like, you cannot punch that fly. And I double clutched. I swung a little bit. And then the second swing, I went all the way through, punched the fly off the door and it hit the ground and was laying on its back all spazzing out going blah, 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 blah. and then Julio stepped on it he's like wow do you actually punch a fly <laughs> some Mr. Miyagi shit that I mean that is the perfect description of that that is some Miyagi shit for sure yeah just I don't know like I will never try hmm. it again because I'm one for one and you can't beat that percentage one for one Un Undefeated. Undefeated of all time in fly. Your lifetime and O. And lifetime and O. There we go. Your lifetime and O against at fly, fly punching. Uh, well, I That's mean, awesome. it's it's only fair because I went to flick a spider once, roughly in the same area, and it raised its front legs at me like, Meh. and so I decided that I I wasn't gonna flick it. Yeah, I would run in that situation. <laughs> the spider's That's... like, I see you, boy. Like I'm. <laughs> Yeah, that spider's like, come get some. And I'd be like, no, you can keep it. He's like, you are roughly 10,000 times bigger than me, but I will mess you up. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a scary that's a scary spider. I was random, random offshoot of, because when I talk about spiders, I naturally think of snakes. And the whip scorpion? Because they're the two things that I hate them the most. And, and, the, whip, and the whip scorpion? And the, don't bring up the whip scorpion, bro. <laughs> oh, Oh, now my apartment's full of whip scorpions, no matter what. I, I mean, wherever I look, they, they scatter, so I don't see them. But, like, behind me right now, all of them. All the whip scorpions behind me. Oh, I hate them. Um, the, I was jogging with, with a friend of mine the other day. We're going out trying to get our fitness on. And we come down the bike path, and there's, like, I, I mean, it was, like, a two-foot, possibly two-and-a-half-foot black snake. It's just chilling. chilling. And snake, I, huh? I quite literally was like, uh, I don't know. I was the probably like five jogging steps away before I noticed it. And I just turned around <laughs> and he did not notice the snake and was like, where are you going? And I was like, there's a snake. And he looked down and was like, oh, there is. And he like got a stick and, and flung it off the path and everything. And I was like, like a yeah. normal person. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't, I don't fucks with snakes. It, that's, that's fair. I mean, I, I get that. You know, snakes, I mean, I, it kind of reminds me of, you know, the exact opposite with my dad. He was telling me about a time he, he went to, he went into this place and they had just this whole bunch of rattlesnakes in a cage. Or not a cage, like a glass case. Mm -hmm. And he like leaned on it and like put his hand up against the cage or case, or glass case, what they call in the industry a splash. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one rattlesnake just got super mad and, like, struck the glass at my dad's hand. Nice. <laughs> like, knocked itself all silly and stupid. And, like, the, the guy working behind the camera is like, yeah, that one never learns. <laughs> <laughs> He's all, damn it, Dylan. Just, you just gotta stop trying, dude. Can, can the you glass stop? wins every time. It's like it's like the the old commercials with the crows for like whatever Windex or whatever. Like, oh, I can't see the window. Smash. Yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, it's so clean. It's so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was the voice that they used to. Ah. 
Well, they did. It was they were like the crows from you know the the magpies from old cartoons. Yeah. They're like, ah, you go, you go down there, and you hit the window, and it's crazy. <laughs> where where are these voices when we read issues of Power Tech? You, I mean, the last one that you did, I, you gave me like six women and a child. <laughs> yeah, none of them sounded as good as that. <laughs> You think I could start? Oh, hey, how's it going? For that's like happy. That's like an Adam Sandler voice. I can't use that. Like that's copywritten. No, no, no way. That would have been awesome. People, <laughs> we could have put like the guest starring Adam Sandler, and we would have got listens, bro. People are like, oh man, Adam Sandler's over there. Oh, thanks for having me on oh. your podcast. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, classic Sandler. Not classic it Sandler. Classic that guy Sandler. Gets it. That's so funny. And like I all interview Adam Sandler. It's like, hey Adam, thanks for coming on the show. Are you gonna are you gonna do the voice the entire time? Oh, I'm gonna do the voice the whole time. What voice are you talking about? I'm just doing a funny voice. It's silly and it's wacky. This watch is my how new movie. Watch my new movie, Grown Ups 4. <laughs> grown Ups reincarnated. Now on Netflix. Now on Netflix. I love, like, Netflix is like, hey, check it out. We got, like, who was it that they were, like, bragging about that they got for, like, seven movies? And I was like, who cares? Yeah, I mean. Like, I clearly, I don't I... even remember who it was. So clearly it didn't affect me. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I know that Sandler's done a bunch for him. But yeah, they, they got, I think it was, like, it wasn't Kevin James, but it was, like, Kevin James-esque. Oh, one of those guys. Like, he was, he was Kevin James' tier of comedian. Like, yeah, he's he's signed on to do seven movies. And you're like, why? They're like, yeah, but Netflix, you're the same company who has actively stated that like ratings don't matter to you and you don't care who watches what. Yeah, yeah, just I yeah, I believe that. No wait, no, I don't. That's what they say. Like Well, I mean, and they've also canceled a bunch of shows this this year, I guess. They've opted to not renew a bunch of shows, and it was like right after the, the guy who runs Netflix was like, yeah, when it comes to our original content, we don't really care. We don't really care what, what kind of you know ratings it gets because there's no accurate way to measure this kind of thing with streaming, blah, 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 blah. And it was like, okay. And he's like, but we're also not going to renew like these shows. We're like, why? But, I see, who cares I, if nobody watched? To, to some point, I, I do agree with that. I mean, certainly the, like, they're not being wholly truthful there. There are certainly metrics that they're using to be like, oh yeah, hey, you know, we need to figure out which shows are successful. But like, right. I don't, I don't wholly buy. Like, I, I agree a little bit with the whole ratings don't tell the whole story. I mean, especially because you know, I'm, I'm gonna bring wrestling into it. You know, wrestling yes. has always been about the ratings. And, and if you, if you go back and you watch the Monday Night Wars and things like that, they talk about the ratings battle that always happened every Monday night between Nitro and Raw. And and lately, they're like one of the big complaints about the company is they're like, oh man, the ratings are down. Well, people aren't watching television the same way they watch television. Like I watch Raw and SmackDown on Hulu. That doesn't figure into the Nielsen ratings. Here's right. here's the real talk. If that company wasn't worth something, Fox would not have paid out one billion dollars to get their programming on Friday nights. Right. Like that's money talks. Like there's that billion dollars that he just dumped into the XFL. There you go. You got it back. Yeah. It, it only took like four months to get it. Aren't they restarting the XFL? They are in 2020. 
are we excited about that? I am. I'm cautiously optimistic. I just because here's 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 why here's why is I'm it in the to... off season? I I don't know. They haven't said that yet. Okay. So here's why I'm excited about it. It's because they've removed most of the gimmicky crap that they had, like you know, miking the huddle. That's a really yeah. bad idea. That does seem like a really bad idea. Like they 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 straight up miked the offensive huddle and then they played it over the loudspeakers in the stadium. No, they didn't do that. They, they did do that. No, I would. I I refuse to believe that people on this planet are that stupid. I I can I can link you videos. That's terrible. Yeah, so they they're getting rid of all that garbage, but they're also in, instead of saying, "Hey, you guys have three months to come together and become a team," they're giving them fifteen months to come together and become a team. Yeah, fair enough. So you, you're going to have guys that are showing some sort of, of chemistry, because that was another big issue. Like, by the end of the season, the games weren't terrible, but the beginning of the season was so atrocious because nobody could play together, because nobody liked each other, and nobody had chemistry, that it just went, right. in, it went in the dumpster. All right. So there's, there's your little lesson about the XFL that you didn't ask for. <laughs> I just don't, like, I remember when it happened... And stuff, and and I remember like that all of my friends like all of a sudden at recess in school we were playing with the black and red XF XFL football instead of like the normal the brown one and stuff like that, and it, it was, was like cool and rad. Yeah, it was like it was it was it was cool, and then I remember it just not existing anymore. Like it was cool, and then it was gone, and I just thought that like. It can't. They can't do the things they did before, right? No fair catches and things like that right. because it's too like concussions football is, exist. Concussions exist. You know, it's 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 a dangerous sport. We can't. They can't mess around like that. But I'm just wondering, like, if you try to go, if you try to be football and go head to head with the NFL, you lose because I don't care how cool the XFL is. They're not cooler than the Green Bay Packers True. or the Seattle Seahawks or the whoever your favorite NFL team is, right? So it would be cool if they set up their thing to be like run their season from April through August or something like that, condense it down. Maybe they play, you know, a, a, a 12 game season or an eight game season with some pregame, blah, 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 training camp type stuff. But that way I can watch. Football year round, I can pick an XFL team that I like. You know, I can hop on board with the Oklahoma City Tiger Sharks. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. And then as soon as they win their championship, I'm going right into preseason NFL football kind of a thing. Like that would be great. But you can't you can't expect me to care about the XFL or or any other football league. While the NFL is happening, Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback I care about. Period. Done. Unless well, we're talking and, about and Justin June. Herbert. Well, and Justin Herbert, you're right. I, I guess I don't. I guess I don't think that the XFL would have to compete with college football. That would be. They well, would they still would. lose to college football too. Yeah, they would definitely lose <laughs> to college football. They would definitely lose to college football. All right, here, here's a trivia question for you. Uh huh. What does XFL stand for? Um. Exactly fucking lame. 
I don't know. Wasn't I thought it was the extreme football league, but that seems too too obvious. It, it would seem too obvious, right? Yeah. Well, do, it doesn't stand for anything. They just they just decided we're gonna call it the XFL. Why? Yeah. Because NFL was taken. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> it was like when I lost JakeTaber.com, I was like, oh, how about JakeTaber.net? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's basically the same thing. Who cares? That's funny. I had no idea. Yeah, it Just doesn't nothing. even stand for anything. Hmm. But uh, And I'll say this. Our last bit about the XFL, we can get back yes. to video games here. <laughs> <laughs> the tagline. I think you'll like the tagline. For the new one or the old one? The new one. Okay. For the love of football. Uh, all right. Oh, wait a minute. Think about it. Double entendre. For the love of football. And for the love of football. That's funny. That works. I like that. Okay. It's you know there. It's like it's people are who are so fed up with you know the the way the NFL's doing doing their business. For right. the love of football. And, but all. Oh, hang on. And I'm gonna say it like Vince McMahon. For the love of football. Nice. Yeah. That's a good and one. Uh, it, or you know, then the other way, it's it's inspirational, and we're doing this for the love of football. Football. Yeah, that's. Huh. I just I, I you know what? I'm just, I'm I don't. We're not going. We're climbing out of the rabbit hole. We're going back to video games because we're going to take a ten we're about bend, to go another into ten minute bender on the XFL. I'll, I'll, let me put it to you like this: In 2020, I'm going to check out the XFL. Uh, in 2020, I'm probably also going to quit checking out the XFL. Also, both of these are facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you touched on another, like the only other game, because I've I've kind of been on a, a jam. Like I'm going to bury the lead here again. Uh, okay. I've been on my latest my latest favorite thing to do for video games is to find them at a pawn shop. Okay. For mm-hmm. and, and I never pay more than ten dollars for a video game anymore. Never. Why would you? Unless it's Red Dead Redemption Two, in which case, damn. It, it, it put put the shovel back, Alex. I'm reburying the lead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, like I, I mean, I picked up Andromeda for ten bucks, uh, and like I picked, uh, and like I was the next games I'm looking for, and like it's becoming a game now for me. Like I'm looking forward to to kind of to going down to to Oregon and being like, oh, I'm gonna check out the pawn shops and see what Xbox games they have. <laughs> Like, it's becoming a game to me. Like, the next ones I'm looking for, XCOM 2 and Dishonored 2. Nice. Okay. Yeah, and so it's just like, I, I'm out, and I'm looking for these games, and I'm like, oh, let's see what see what we find today. I know that, like, I, I can imagine um, that when, when, the, when the expectation of the game is set at $10... Every game is way better. Well, I mean, that's that's basically why I loved Andromeda. Like, I was like, hey, this game is pretty fun for ten bucks. You're like, for ten dollars and a year later, this is great. Well, and that's, I mean, I might need to, I might need to start subscribing to this kind of a, a an idea. Because the game is no less fun a year later. Like, I I just played through Far Cry Four in like a week, and it was just as fun to me now as I imagine it would have been. When I if I had paid sixty dollars for it, no, I would respectfully disagree with that statement because as someone who paid sixty dollars for Far Cry Four because I buy into the disappointment of Far Cry series ever since Far Cry Three, um, you would have 
you would have been like, I paid $60 for this. Awesome. Because I said that exact same thing. But if I would have paid $10 more than one year later, I would have been like, yeah, Far Cry 4 is pretty good. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> that's what it is. It's pretty good. But when you when you put that, you know, like Far Cry 5, Two years from now, when you play Far Cry Five for ten bucks, I love that. Like, you, I love that you know that I not only don't have Far Cry Five, but I also have no interest in currently purchasing it. <laughs> right. When when you when you play it two years from now, we're gonna have some sort of a, a, a random conversation where you'd be like, "Hey, play through Far Cry 5. and I'd be like, "That was pretty good," and you're gonna be like, "Yeah, it was fun." Where I have, I have a sour taste in my mouth because. I looked at my video game collection, and at the time, I thought, I, "I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go buy Far Cry 5. I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't, but I'm gonna." Shit. And I went out and I spent the money and I got it, and it was. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it, it looked like it's fun, and I always, I always enjoy that sort of setting with like you have to go infiltrate the cult like that sort of thing mm -hmm. i think like that's interesting to me so i mean naturally i will be looking forward to in the pawn shop uh, you know roughly a year from now yeah <laughs> but you know it, it is what it is and like i never i had never played any of the far cry series before and so i just it, i had happened upon this while working at the fred for you know reasonably cheap price and hey you know it came home mm. with me bingo and that's that's what i just and then I, I owned it for like six or seven months before I even played it. Like, <laughs> like hang on, I'm playing Skyrim again. Playing Skyrim again. Again, that's so funny. I actually almost... Um, Skyrim was one of the Xbox Live, like, gold... If you're a gold subscriber, we're giving you a deal on these games, and it popped up and they wanted, like, 17 bucks for, like, the Xbox One Legendary Edition. Right. All the DLC, which I, I have all the DLC for the 360 and stuff anyway, but I was like looking at it and I was like, you know, for like 17 bucks, it might be worth it to head back into Skyrim again. And then I thought, well, if I'm going to go into Skyrim again, I want it for the Switch because they threw some Nintendo theme. You could get the Master Sword and, and the, the Hylian Shield and stuff in the game. And I was like, so if I go into it again, I'm definitely doing it on the Switch. But Bethesda still thinks that their game that is now seven years old is worth $60 on the Switch because you can take it with you somewhere and also use the Master Sword, maybe. And I was like, no. No, Bethesda. You don't get my $60 this time. Not not again. No. Not again. Not again. I'm not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. If that would have been... If that would have been a forty dollar release, I probably would own Skyrim for the Switch. I would have impulse bought it for forty bucks, but at sixty, I'm keeping my money. You got to think about it, and if you think about it, you're going to think too long. You're not going to buy it. Bingo. I'm gonna stand there in Target for too long, and because the... no one's going to come help, you're like, "Hey, can I get some help over here at the case?" And they're like, "Yeah, we'll be right there." And by the time they get over there, you've already talked yourself out of the purchase. Bingo. Or the or the you know the the GF has rolled by and been like, "Hey." we're going and you'll be like yeah we are okay <laughs> gotta go like, like you're oh, right sure? you're like no it's cool don't worry about it i'll keep my money thanks thanks didn't, didn't need another copy of skyrim anyway <laughs> ain't that the truth i did i did remember the other day that 
I no longer own Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, really? That was, that was like a whole thing. It made sense at the time. Um, and I mean, whatever. I got, I sold my Xbox One for a brief period of time. And so I remember that because it's right around the time I had I got my Xbox. One. I was like, "Hey, we can play video games." And you're like, "I don't have an Xbox anymore." Right. And so during during the sale of the Xbox One, I had no reason to keep Arkham Knight because I couldn't play it, and I haven't. I just haven't gone back to like a, a you know we'll, we'll relate it back to the pawn shop like we've been talking about a pawn shop to buy it for eight dollars. Right. Well. Like, I don't know that game. It needs to happen. It. No, I agree. I agree with with. We feel the same way about that game. We do, but it doesn't change the fact that it needs to be on my shelf. That's true. I mean, I I have like <laughs> I'm never gonna play them, but I, I take that back. I mean, there's proof on our on our uh, Instagram page that I've played Arkham Asylum on the Xbox One, <laughs> but it's just mm-hmm. like I I feel like I have to play Asylum to play City. It, but City is just so much the better game. It's absolutely like they definitely like Arkham City, the the Arkham series, like terminated it hard. Where the second one is clearly the best one. Yeah, the best, and nothing that comes after it or before it is better. Right, like the the one before it's really, really, really good, and it definitely laid the groundwork that made the second one amazing. But everything I've, it's just not as like Origins was a good game. I played, I beat it twice. I, all the DLC, everything. I I thoroughly enjoyed Arkham Origins. It's not as good as City or Asylum. And then Arkham Knight was arguably a a, a better game in that like the controls were smoother. Obviously, the technology had advanced. It was like a smoother playing game. But the the entire game itself was a total letdown because of the character choices they made. Yeah, and, and we're not, this isn't Spoilerville this week, but uh, uh, the, the biggest problem I had playing Arkham Knight, and this was something that was actually kind of funny, is you and, and Romo had the game on both PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. True. And so I wanted to play it, and I didn't have an Xbox One yet, so I basically lived at your guys' place for three days and, mm-hmm. and played through... Well, actually, I played through it in, like, two days. <laughs> I, I at least completed the story in two days. Um, but I remember just trying to play it on the PlayStation 4 and having such a hard time because it's like, press X. And I kept pressing square... Yes. Because I saw X and I thought X on my Xbox controller. And mm-hmm. it was the most I it made the game unplayable to me. It was it was just insane. I definitely like I had to it, it was a conscious dis- decision when playing it on the play cuz cuz like you said Romo got it for his Xbox and he bought he only owns a PlayStation 4 because they released an Arkham Knight edition PlayStation 4. That's true. And so he got that, and at the time, I didn't have any any new system. I didn't have an Xbox One yet, so he let me put the PlayStation 4 in my room and play it on there. And I just had to like mentally beat myself up to think, don't don't respond to the the button on the screen. Press the button on the controller that you know does the thing you want to do. You've played all of the Arkham games. 
the controls are the exact same. The shoulder button, whether it's L1, L2, RB, L, whatever, it does the same thing. You know that the top button of the four buttons is counter. So don't, don't worry if it should be a square or a circle or a Y or a B. Just press the button that you know needs to be pressed. And it took me a solid evening of pressing X when it's supposed to be square or circle when it's supposed to be blah, 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 to like, no, don't listen to the prompt. Just do what you know needs to be done. And, and I feel it was like, okay at the end. Yeah, I feel like if you're playing Plus, where it doesn't give you the prompts, like it would be way easier. Yes, if I just saw the lightning bolt over the head, but it didn't pop up and be like, triangle. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what triangle is. You're like, what's a triangle? Like, why do I hit triangle? Is that like, why? Ah! And meanwhile, and so, you're getting beat up on easy mode. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm... I've definitely put my time in when it comes to the Arkham, I guess it's a, what, a quadrilogy at this point. I, I don't know. It, I mean, it, it almost feels like Origins because it wasn't done by Rocksteady. Like, that's not a, it's non-canon. Oh, it's definitely canon. Yeah, okay, wrong word, wrong wrong word choice. But I just feel like it's, like, maybe an Elseworlds story. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe. Maybe. So there's the, there's the Rocksteady trilogy. But the, it's it's the Arkham Quadrilogy, but within that is the Rocksteady Trilogy. Right, it's like the United Kingdom in, in Great Britain. Exactly. You get it. You get it. <laughs> there we go. Jake understands it. I have played the, like, I've, I've spent my time in the United Kingdom, but I definitely enjoyed Great Britain the most. <laughs> there we go. That's, how, <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. So now, now I'm done burying the lead. Like I am so looking forward to Red Dead Redemption Two, but I have not and will not because I'm I'm that guy. I will not watch any game trailers. I do not nope. want to see anything. I I just want to on release day purchase the game, go home and play it. Like I'm I have... going to request that day off from work if it's not a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I'm I'm definitely going to like um, ask ask the guy who runs the warehouse, if I can take that day off of work, he says, yes. Um, and then <laughs> I'm gonna like, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I did watch the first like cinematic teaser trailer that they released. I didn't even do that. I, I did just because it's that's, that's, that's what I do. Like I, I try when I'm excited about something to stay kind of in the same boat that you're talking about. No October, trailers. October 26th. Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know a date. I didn't even know a date. Oh, I didn't tell you the date because I thought everyone in the like right now, like Kim Jong-un is calling Donald Trump and is all like October 26th, dude. And that's <laughs> that's actually why they canceled their nuclear summit is because it happened to be on the same day that Red Dead 2 comes out. But and they can't know that make it. Can't no, make it. Red I can't Dead make too. it, dude. Uh, you get it. Anyway, yeah, like that's why uh, they that's why they made peace with South Korea so they could have the internet. <laughs> can we just? Can you guys just get us Red Dead Two? We won't beat you up anymore if you just Red Dead Two. There's the there's the negotiation. No, I I usually watch the first like teaser trailer for a game that I that I care about because it's. It's the only way to confirm that it's real. Okay, right? that's fair. Like, at this point, and you know, you know it's real. Red Dead Two is coming. All of that stuff. It's true. But 
realistically, we could be Truman showing you really hard right now, and it's never coming because you haven't verified for yourself that it's happening. Right. So I catch the first teaser trailer from the developer. Rockstar was like, hey, Red Dead 2 teaser trailer. Here's 30 seconds of cinematic stuff that may or may not end up in the game, but probably won't, but maybe. And I'm like, okay, now I know it's real. And now I can disassociate myself from it until October 26th when it comes out. And again, I take the day off of work and I don't interact with humans. Is that a Thursday? Because if it uh, is, like, I'm going to have a good ass weekend. <laughs> my, it, 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 like, here, here, welcome to Red, welcome to the podcast where we look at the calendar. Look at the calendar. The 26th is a Monday. No, it is not. It is a Friday. What? Of October? Oh, October. I think I went to the wrong month. Yeah, you're right. Booyah! I have the day off already. Yes! I'm definitely, yeah, taking that day off. So yeah, I will well, be playing... Fun. I will be... I will have been playing... Uh, uh, let's see. Oh! Yeah. Basically, from, from the podcast, we're going to end the podcast... I'm probably, we're going to record that week. I'm going to leave recording and probably head to the store and to buy. pick up my copy of Red Dead 2 because on the West Coast, it gets released at 9 p.m. Because on the East Coast, it's midnight. And it's not fair that they get it three hours before us. That's true. Um, and then, and then I, will have, I will play that for all of Friday and Saturday and, and Sunday. Sunday. And Late enough on Sunday that I will be tired for work on Monday. I I might call out Monday. Like <laughs> <laughs> at that point, you will have been working at the new spot long enough that you could get away with calling out on Monday. I might just take the day off. Like, hey, you know what? It's also it's also uh, Halloween, so I'm just <laughs> taking all yeah. this off. I'm gonna take. I'm 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 just not gonna be in on Monday through to next monday <laughs> yeah sorry no that's dude it's gonna be it's like i have that that grand theft auto 5 level of confidence like grand theft auto 5 like yeah when they was, release it you're like that's gonna be super good it's so good it was so well done because they're rock stars in the camp of of like developers and stuff that They've done so much good stuff so consistently that they don't have deadlines, right? They don't have EA standing there going, we need this done in three months. It's, it's. I mean, I guess they're under, what, 2K, I think is their big parent company. Yeah, I think, I think they're like the, the kid that's off on their own doing their own thing in college. Mm-hmm. And you're just, hey, um, it'd be really cool if you guys could work on something. And they're like, oh, we are. They're like, how about Red Dead 2? Don't, don't you worry about it. And they take forever to announce it. Like, Red Dead came out forever ago, and they put all their resources into Grand Theft Auto V and made a billion dollars on it. It came out five years ago, and since its release, it has been a top five selling game every year since its release. Grand That's Theft Auto V. insane. Like, and that doesn't count, like... Like GameStop secondhand used copies. It doesn't count pawn shops. It's not counting. So their annual sales are even higher than what they're what they're reporting because it only counts brand new copies being purchased inside of a national retailer. That's crazy. 
So that that's insane. And so Red Dead is Red Dead Two is going to be the exact same way. It's going to come out. They're not going to overload us with dumb DLC or microtransactions or anything stupid like that because they don't have to. They're going to give us such a good game that it's going to make a billion dollars without loot crates. Yeah, basically. It's gonna, oh, it's going to be so... And the online is going to be amazing. You know you know what bothers me is that they've kind of gone the Rambo route with numbering their series because this is the third game. Well, Red Dead Re- Red Dead Redemption is a sequel to Red Dead Revolver. But they didn't make Red Dead Revolver. Did they not? Who made no, Red Dead bought, Revolver? I don't remember who developed it or whatever, but they bought, they acquired the rights to the Red Dead IP and made Redemption. Okay, never mind. Withdrawn. So it was like it was like the way. I mean, it's the same thing they did with Max Payne Three. Like they kept the three there, but Remedy made Max Payne and Max Payne Two, and then Rockstar acquired the rights and made Max Payne Three. Oh, so. Okay. I, I did I did not I was unaware of that. To the to I they from what I understand, Red Dead Revolver and Red Dead Redemption are two incredibly different games and the the biggest similarity they have is the words red, dead, and the fact that you can shoot somebody's hat off. That's true. You can shoot somebody's hat off. But that's like outside of that almost completely unrelated what if you shot somebody's hat off and onto somebody else's head like that would be the ultimate trick shot that would be a pretty incredible thing to i'm sure if we if we if you deep dive into like the youtube like videos somebody has somewhere an npc was standing in a place where you shot the hat off and a guy walked underneath where it landed and it totally happened yeah i mean it could happen Everything happens in Rockstar games eventually. One of my favorite things I've ever seen was Adam was playing Grand Theft Auto V and he went off this ledge and he does like this 540 barrel roll in midair and lands on a deer. Nice. Just lands on a deer. <laughs> on a golf cart. It was... So bef- let, let's let's take a, a turn from okay. from video games here since we've spent most of the podcast talking about video games and that I definitely we have to talk about my tales from the park. We definitely do have to have to uh, hear how the trip to the the baseball stadium went. Stadium. So remember stadium. remember how I said that it was my goal to not be the drunk idiot at the ballpark. Yes. It's nice to have goals. It's nice to have goals, okay? <laughs> I, I was, in fact, that guy. Um, Pyramid Brewing is right across the street from Safeco Field, and mm-hmm. their beverages are very inexpensive. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, uh, it, it was, it was uh, a good... I had an apricot ale. Which was mm-hmm. which was lovely, um, you know, a nice a nice nose to it, and it uh, you know, yeah. had a nice earthy tone. Uh, I, you have it, to stop. Just it was beer, and you drank a lot of it. Keep going. Did, did I? Become, <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I become beer guy for a minute? Uh, yes, you definitely became Pacific Northwest microbrew guy. Oh yes, uh, it's it's yeah. got a lovely nose. Yeah. It's got this bouquets is... of a rosé. Actually, if you yeah. if you really dug oh, deeply man. into it. it, I'm sorry, I can't. This hear episode you is over. I'm, I'm turning it off. <laughs> Goodbye. No. Goodbye. Uh, But yeah, so that was fun. Uh, The weirdest, probably the weirdest thing that happened to me is I was walking down the alley behind Showgirls, Mm -hmm. 
because, you know. And uh, I look down at the ground, and there's a debit card just sitting there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm going to pick that up, because that doesn't need to be picked up by anybody else. Correct. And I walk over, and like I'm just I'm walking around with this person. Like, I remember their name was Florence. Mm-hmm. I remember that much, because I know that I hate Florence. And that so, makes- yeah, so I was like, ah, Florence, you got a, a terrible name, but... I found your debit card and we're going to get through this. <laughs> so we're going to get through this together. So I finally find a cop after just walking around, like holding, you know, I was doing like the, you know, when you're holding a bag of trash and it's really stinky. Yeah. Way out. In front <laughs> you're of holding it like way out you. with like two fingers. So it's like, clearly you like something's yeah. going mm-hmm. on. Like I'm doing that. And I'm like walking. I finally find a cop and I'm like, hi, I found this. Like I, I, it's not mine. And she finally, and this cop she's like, oh, thanks. I'm actually a fraud detective. I'm like, oh, well, then perfect. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm a fraud detective. You're like, that's crazy because I'm not. Here's a debit card. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, that's basically what I said. I'm like, I, I'm not. Here you go. I, I'm not. Wait, because, uh, you know, I didn't know what to do. Like, do you break the card and, like, leave pieces in the in the in each individual gutter? If a cop sees me littering, am I going to get, you know, a ticket? Littering and, littering and. Like, I don't need names. that in my life. Yeah, that's, that's, so, it's funny you bring this up because uh, today I, I had to call and, and cancel one of my cards because it had become compromised through one form or fashion. And... I'm realizing that it like, it sounds weird to say out loud, but as long as it gets tracked properly, like a stolen credit card is kind of a victimless crime. Yeah, it's it's weird to look at it that way, but it, like, it kind of I don't, like everyone is made whole. I, like yeah, you were yeah t- yeah, but yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like I just realized like somebody somehow got my my card numbers. No big deal. They spent. Uh, if, if, if my one Google search of results is, is any indication, they purchased $65 worth of something, uh, through the Chinese Apple app store. Um, I assume it's some Chinese kid who really wants to beat his friends at like castle clash or something like that. And I called the 1-800 number and said, this is a purchase that I don't remember making. Uh, here's all the information about all the other purchases that I definitely did, but you got to give me back 65 bucks. And they were like, Oh yeah, we'll open up it. We'll cancel the card. We'll send you a new one. We're going to open up an investigation probably in the next two or three days. Somebody's going to call you. You'll tell them everything you told me. Then you'll get back your 65 bucks. And I went cool. And, and that's the end of it. So and that's you're, you're mildly inconvenienced for three days. Yeah. And if you, if you're, if you're fortunate enough to be like in a situation where you're not relying on that one card, right? I've got other debit cards. I got other credit cards. No big deal. Oh, congratulations. So How nice for I'm you. just like, if you happen to, if you happen to not have your entire life contingent on existing with one card, who cares? But if you are, let me yeah, tell you, there is nothing sucks. worse in the world than losing your debit card. I lost my debit card around Thanksgiving and like my life had just become like to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to live without a debit card for like two months. Like (laughs) that's see, that sounds 
ter- like absolutely terrible. Yeah, I was just walking around with gobs of like cash just in my pockets. I was this- like, whatever. Like, who cares? Like, I have the money. If I need to pay a bill, I'll walk into the bank, deposit it, and use the de- the debit card number. Because I left it in ATM. Because, of course, I did. Yeah. And so I knew that the card was destroyed, but the number was still good. So, like, I'm just going to pay my bills with it. It's direct. I'm getting my, my, my checks are direct deposit. Right. And so I just pay my bills, and then I walk into the bank. I'm like, here's my ID. Give me my money. Like, give give giveth to me thine cash yeah yeah like there was no there was no downside except that i you know i couldn't pay for parking like ever <laughs> that's funny yeah you can't pay for parking in seattle with cash i learned that the hard way they do let you pay for the parking tickets in cash though yeah that, we also learned they, that <laughs> they will let you do but, uh, you know, also, I got to say, garlic fries, wicked disappointing. They were like fries with garlic, not garlic fries. It, explain to me, the like, what you just said is what I would imagine garlic fries are. Let me tell you about the magical place known as Safeco Field a few years back. The smell of garlic used to permeate the air. Like, that sounds like a really stinky ballpark. Keep oh, going. It was. it was incredible. It, it, just, it was incredible. <laughs> Like, it was just everywhere you went, like, all you could think about were getting garlic fries. And, like, I walked up, and I'm like, yeah, can I get some garlic fries? And it, usually it just it was just, like, piles of garlic. It was, like, a scoop. I, I feel like Safeco Field realized, man, we all smell like garlic. <laughs> maybe we maybe we reel this in a little bit. Well, Let's that tone it you, down. That would become famous for having garlic. <laughs> Again, I still think if I became famous for smelling like garlic, I'd reel it in a little bit. <laughs> They're also famous for having, like, barbecued crickets, but, you know, nobody talks that, about wait, that. Is that a real thing? That's a real thing, yeah. So, Safeco Field has, like, one of the most bizarre, like, culinary, uh, like, places to eat in in sports. Like, they have, crick- they have, like, sushi restaurants at Safeco Field. That doesn't surprise me so much. I mean, sushi's good, and you're right there in Seattle. The the ocean is probably reasonably fresh uh, fish and, and other aquatic cuisine, so that makes sense to me. But crickets don't seem like they belong at a baseball park. Yeah, I mean, have you have you have you had crickets though? I have not. They're I mean they're they're crunchy. I mean, I'd probably try it. Just to try it. Like I have had like a like a granola bar, like energy bar thing that had crickets in it, but it wasn't like it's not like I was eating crickets. They ground up all of the stuff they wanted to put, you know, like a, a cliff bar. But there's technically crickets in this thing. So, and so I excuse me, I looked up I looked up an article and according to NESN in 2017, they are grasshoppers. And Mariner's spokeswoman Rebecca Hale said, quote, we've sold roughly 18,000 grasshoppers. That's more than the restaurant that runs the stand Paquitos sells in a year. Huh. Still, I don't know. I, I guess I'd try it. I don't know if I'd want to pay overpriced baseball prices to try it for the first time. Right. Like that's, that's something <laughs> else entirely. Don't uh. you want a grasshopper? Sure. That'll $8. be $77. <laughs> what? Is it is it like a locust-sized grasshopper? Like, no. 
No, it's just a regular grasshopper. Like we caught it on on the islands. Like you mm. know, they're just out there. Just a regular ass hopper. Yeah, it's the hopper. The hopper. That's funny. And then, of course, the Mariners won the game. No, they didn't. It's the oh. Mariners. <laughs> but I did start a new tradition. And? So my, my tradition is that the first game I go to every year, I purchase a new Mariners hat at the ballpark. Okay. I purchase no Mariners hats anywhere else ever. Okay. And if I don't go to a game that year, I don't buy a new hat. Now, how many now? Now, knowing you're not going to buy another hat because you only buy it at the first game you go to, does is your is your uh, company going to be sponsoring more Mariner related events throughout the season, or is this kind of a one and done sitch? It's a one and done sitch. I mean, we're through the summer. You know, we could be looking for more things to do, and you know, it it's not a terrible idea. It was a lot of fun, um, but. I, I'm not sure why. Like, I'm definitely going to more games this year. Like, that, like yeah, that's going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to, uh, like, uh, Portland getting a major league team because I will say that spending time in public at a professional sporting event where you're not wholeheartedly invested in the in the sporting event itself can be a really nice way to spend, a, 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 you know, an afternoon or an evening. Oh, absolutely. Like, I had a great time at the baseball game, and, like, I was only, I like, it was 2 nothing for most of the game, and I was like, yeah, this is cool. And then as soon as it became 3-2, I was like, peace! <laughs> <laughs> like, I definitely, like, I've been to a couple of Timbers games, and the atmosphere inside Providence Park when the Timbers are, you know, at home and everything is, to Seattle. is crazy, except for they're not. Um and they Seattle won the title recently, yeah. Yes, yeah, so did the Timbers. Oh, who won it more recently, though? See, this is what I do. Like, I just troll both sides because I don't care. <laughs> right, but uh, going to a Timbers game and not really caring about the the sporting event itself and getting drunk with your friends and yelling and having a good time is really really fun. So yeah, fair enough. And it's, I mean, it's major league, it's major league soccer in America. The, the best ticket there is like $54. Dang. So I pay like 20 and you got good seats. You're close to the bathrooms and the beer stand and, uh, you have a good time. I imagine, imagine baseball when it's in town will be a similar affair. I, I I'll spend a reasonable amount of money for an evening and have a good time at the ballpark. Why not? Fair enough. Well, hey, I've had a I've had a good time doing this show. Damn straight. But uh, you know, and these people they could have been anywhere in the world, but they're here with us, and we appreciate that. Make sure you're checking us out on all of our social media ventures right now. And we're about to go get on and play some Borderlands Two. It's gonna take a few minutes because you know got to go turn on the Xbox and whatnot. But uh, you know, next week you'll know that hey, roughly around eight o'clock, these dudes are gonna be playing some Borderlands. Well, yeah, we're just we're about to throw it up. We'll throw up the info up on the IGs. I'm doing it. Uh, I'm, I'm doing it right now on Facebook. We're doing it on Facebook right now, apparently. Uh, and then you know, come watch. I don't know. We'll crack jokes, and you'll enjoy it. Yeah, it, or you won't. It's not. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't really care. So, 
But for this episode, this edition, this issue of my show with Alex and Jake, good night, universe. Podcast.